Welcome to the 40K Lorecast. Welcome to the 40K Lorecast with me, John Barsati, and Brad Chester. This guy. Hi, Brad. We've done a bunch of episodes about heavy cannon, incredible stories. Let's do some fun bits because it's... I heard there's a video game out. I actually didn't realize it after I started writing this program. I am useless, but... <laughs> it's hey, called Rogue Trader. It's called you very Rogue much. Trader, but anyway, that's fair. And actually, I keep looking. I'm, I'm actually unfortunate at a point in the, of the year from with, with my job where... You can't add a video game because I don't have the, that kind of time. Like Baldur's Gate 3, I still haven't played because I've been so That's busy hurtful. since it That's came hurtful. out. I know. Do you have no idea how much I badly I want to play it? But I, but I look at it and go, if I click download, I, I'm screwed. Yeah. So Look, your children, your, your children, your child, yeah. he, he can get by without a dad. Oh, no, it's, yeah, it's more, it's more my, my company might respond back with, like, did you just not work for a month? Maybe. I like that he just went... <laughs> Max will be fine. I, 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 the rest of, I, I can make it up to him. It's more my company <laughs> being like, hey, did we just lose like a quarter of production out of you because you downloaded I assume that he's also going to be a gamer when he gets older and you're going to be like, I didn't see you for a while. Dad. He's like, Baldur's Gate 3 came out. He's like, you know what? That was, that, that's a fair point. That's I, a fair I, point. I, I, I see where you're coming from. <laughs> uh, can you imagine if Final Fantasy 7 came out right now? Like, just, the world would have stopped. Yeah. Thank God it was all nerds and we were all young. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> I will say though, so Rogue Traders actually speaks is really this is one of the parts of the lore of the game that actually really eats gets into my soul because one of the first video games I ever fell in love with was Wing Commander Privateer, which man did I just let let everyone know how old I am because most of you are saying I've never heard of that. Few of you might think, well, is that the game where you, you fought weird lion things? No, before that, there was a game. Now I will say there was a some guys, man, this is a tangent. But anyway, there was a period of time about a decade plus ago where you could download an updated version of Wing Commander Privateer. People took it on themselves to rewrite it. Also, those people are champ. If you're one of those people, you're a champion. Oh yeah! If, if you take abandonware games and make them so I can play them now, wear a shirt that you do it. I'll hug you in public and buy you. Food. I, yeah, I would definitely buy you. Stuff. I will buy you food and hug you because you, you make when you let me relive moments of my youth that I thought were forgotten. I I love you. Champions. Yeah, I love you. So anyway, rogue traders. Rogue traders are just fun. I like the idea of it's, these like small bands of people. Well, it's also a wildly encompassing term though. Because mm. rogue traders can be Firefly or it can be a guy that grabbed a space hulk and cruises around the galaxy with it. There's so like what I'm a rogue trader. What does that mean? It means I'm either Microsoft or a dude with a lemonade stand. Yeah. We're somewhere in the middle. I just love Rogue Trader because what you have is, I, I like the idea, we talk so much about the lore of 40K. Life in the Imperium. Life, you know, for a Xenos. All this movement. And I like these people who kind of are on the edges of it. And that's what Rogue Traders are. Rogue Traders are having to fly through these giant space wars, all of this stuff, and just kind of navigate their way, the, the way th through a world. I don't know. It's just, I think it's just, I think they're just cool as shit. So let's do Rogue Traders. So we'll start off with. I just want to throw that my, I have two paper towels in my pocket right now, and I spilled wine on a table, and I used my sleeve to wipe yeah, it Yeah, you may have, you may have probably a swishing sound, picked up the camera. That was Brad. I was watching do it. Spilled a drop of wine on a black table. <laughs> decided that, that that's not good, and it actually cleaned it up. First used his hand, which is, those are Didn't super, work at all. Those are super absorbent. And then used his sleeve. Again, paper towel in both my pockets. Paper towel in both pockets. Um, that's... That's By the way, if this is who you're listening to, genius. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, anyway, rogue traders are rogue traders are literally the PCs in any game system. I'm sorry, they just are. Yeah. That's the best way to describe them because they're pirates, they're privateers, they're merchants, yeah. they're explorers, and they are loyal servants of the Imperium. Cough, cough, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stated 
loyal servants of the Imperium. You know, they have a pl- yeah. they, they, the, the funny part about it is they legitimately have a plaque yes. that says that they are, that they are loyal servants of the Imperium. That's not a lie. They li- they have it stamped on their ship. Yeah. So they, they, that, that allows them, which is another weird one. It's stamped on the ship. You know you can't see in space very well? Inside of the a ship. A stamp on a ship. Yeah, it makes no sense whatsoever. But they do have a but stamp. They, do have they a literally stamp. have a plaque. And the, the thing is, is that these guys encompass cough, cough. Please, Henry Cavill, do some stuff with this because oh, yeah. you can literally touch. They touch every race. Mm-hmm. These guys are just free for alls. You, you have guys. So they talk to Elder. They talk to Tal. Mm-hmm. They've literally encountered orcs. They've ran away from Tyranids. They've. There are stories of them having orcs buddies. They trade with the Grots. Yeah. This is a real thing. Yeah. They do. Be like, hey, man, we need this, and we'll give you whatever weird thing that you want, which it's, is usually, it's, I was going to say, it's, like, it's mostly tea. It's yeah. mostly, like, that's going to be a weird trade. We're like, all right, we have to go buy this thing from the orcs. Well, where do we go? You're that really weird dentist on, 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 <laughs> on, on Icolon 4. Yeah. yeah. We have to go see him for a bit. And the thing is, is that some of these guys, and this is why I said that the rogue traders are, I said they're Microsoft uh, lemonade stand because some row traders hold sway and they are like, yes, like wildly, but they're not just wealthy. They're influential in the sectors they travel mm-hmm. through because a lot of these guys also provide the things that you're not supposed to get. Yeah. And maybe your, your city we'll is powered on that, yeah, but we'll like get there to man. Yeah. So let's start with just, I think if we're going to do row traders, Let's just start with kind of how they function and, and what a road trader is. So at their core, they are part of the Imperium. Yes, and they're 99% human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or at least they claim they're... They are all... It's, it's, it's a weird one. They should all be human. They're we'll wild. get to a though. second. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into, we're getting a little bit how that can change, but they are originally... The, here's the thing. First road trader of the dynasty was pure human. In the charters for them, mm-hmm. if you list the people that are part of that charter, are all humans. Even if you walk on board and you're like, there was one guy that was human. Yeah, like, I, I, I met seven Drukarians. Yeah. And, and the, the former succubus was weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like that you just went with weird. You're like, yeah, we'll leave it. Yeah. In a cool way, but not, not it was, cool way. It got pretty yeah, weird. Yeah, I, I, I have thoughts about it. Channel uh, shows. <laughs> exactly. So they do what they do is their official charter is the act of the Imperium's behalf, primarily in ways the Imperium would be limited to do. Which is wildly weird because they state that they're basically ghost ops. Yeah. And but they have a certificate yeah, of, of ghost opping. Yeah. Yeah. It's like like we will definitely deny you exist. You're like you literally printed me off a thing. You printed me off a thing, and you Gilliman signed it. Like it's just what yeah. the emperor signed. Like yeah. okay, sure. But what they're used for is kind of, is espionage, illegal arms trading, claiming new worlds, spreading the word of the emperor. They do one of the biggest things is is espionage. The, yeah. the, the rogue traders are supposed, and because again, and we'll do more episodes of this because mm-hmm. of the fact that the Imperium is literally laughable it's supposed to be the worst things in bureaucracy because the imperium accidentally blows planets up sometimes because someone pushed the wrong right is literally how things happen or you get reinforcements 1000 years after you ask for them those are all things that happen in the imperium but what the rogue traders are supposed to do is go do these ghost stop things and then come back with information the first piece we should jump on on rogue traders is what allows them to be a rogue trader, which is the warrant of trade. Their which flag. Is, which <laughs> is not a subtle homage to a letters of a letter of mark, which is if anyone knows history, letters of mark were things are things that a king primarily would give to what were called privateers, which was independent ships. Which is stuff. just people that did shitty stuff that weren't it was pirates. It was it, yes. It, it was you became a legal pirate for one half of the. But world. you were only allowed to be you. You got to pirate not our stuff. Exactly, and so they became so GW. And I'll, I'll be. I think GW. This is not one of those bad GW writing things. 
this makes complete sense. If you think about the the, the setup of a, of, a, of a 40K universe and what the Imperium would need, of course they would need something like this. People who work just on the edge, just outside. Well, because you have a large portion of the Imperium that just says, Xenos must kill them immediately, burn them. You're like, but, but also, could we grab some of their could stuff? some of their stuff. One, a couple pieces of warrants of trade that I think are important. One, they are hereditary. This is what, when we talk about, like, are road traders human? And so I said, originally, yes. Because the first person who got one Talk was. about this. Some of the people that are road traders have been road traders. When you talk about a family business, we're talking about, hey, man, I have 10,000 years of being family yeah. of being a road trader. That's a real thing. Yeah, exactly. This is, there are the current road traders. There are road traders. So a warrant of trade is signed by you know, some some person of authority within the Imperium. You might have Melkador's signature on yeah. your thing. Or the Emperor. Yeah, the Emperor himself. have the Emperor's signature on their on their warrant of trade. So, yeah, been in charge for a while. So this is a key thing of, of road traders. They are, some are, some are new, but a lot of them are, could be, I mean, what, what is what is a thousand years in generations? It's, it's, Several? You know, about 500, that? Couple, I'm not wrong. Two, three hundred generation deep it, of road traders. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is that the best part about this is they still do the original function, kind of, yeah. because of the fact that the Imperium is bureaucracy hell. Yes. They still do what they're supposed to do. But they kind of don't because the Imperium's kind of a trash fire. Let's yeah, you can kind of you, if your if your rules are written that play on the edge of of the Imperium's rules, you can fudge those pretty well. And we have to go with this: the Inquisition didn't exist when rogue traders started. Yeah, and they don't love each other. No, they. <laughs> I think that love each other would be a little bit too light. Yeah, there's... the the Inquisition wants to put every rogue trader to the torch. Well, there's um, a couple of rogue traders who spread the word of the emperor. So those ones are allowed. True story. <laughs> there is a couple that had inquisitors on them to be yeah. perfectly honest yeah, with you. But, but for, the most part, for the most part, they're like, you guys are heretics. Now being a rogue trader is amazing within the Imperium because not only do you, are you able to acquire extreme amounts of wealth, but you also, as we've been saying, well, bureaucracy goes away. You got to pause on that, though. I, I don't think we're stressing that enough. Some of these rogue traders are like Midas touch, like Mansa Musa kind of. Yeah. They have all of the monies. In some of the stories, it's just crazy because they have like system wealth in some of these rogue traders. Some guys are just guys. It's John and I in a shitty ship with three guys we picked up at the last port, and others are. I have enough money to buy this system. Like there's so much of a wild difference in these. And that's what makes road traders so cool. So much so that the Lord, the high Lords of terror are known for this where, or they will actually grant road trader warrants of trade to their enemies because you can't turn it down because whatever aspiration I had that was annoying that the high Lord of terror, Sorry, looks like you get the honor of getting the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here with no rules to go make yourself incredibly wealthy. That's how powerful a warrant of trade is. So these things are... And the cool thing about it is that for those of you... We're going to talk on narrative later. I think from a narrative standpoint, Road Trader is the coolest part of the game. Because you get to be a Without well. Space Marines murdering you for being also, sent Also, I have downloaded this game, but I haven't played it yet. Yeah, it looked really good. And I just was like, no, no. I'm Makes sure. me sad. But the thing is, is that you can be... Here, here, let me give you the options for Rogue Trader. Oh, check all. Yeah. Like, you want to be? be a pirate? Cool. Do you want to be an explorer? Cool. Do you want to be a trader with Xenos races? Cool. Do you want to get into wild adventure? Do you want to be the richest person in the galaxy? Yeah, you could. Yeah. Better sure, go. why not? You're a rogue trader. Yeah, you're a rogue trader. You, you literally have endless, again, Cavill, make this happen. Because yeah. you can literally do episodes this of... This would allow, yes. yeah. If Cavill did, it's actually a good point. If, if this was the if Amazon, right? If it was, Amazon. If Amazon did it, if you, if you circled it around a rogue trader, you're going to get the best story you possibly could give you the massive diversity. This could be like Firefly on steroids. It just, oh. it, there's infinite stuff. 
So they actually started literally during the Great Crusade. This is like, again, this is 11,000 years of rogue, of official, not just rogue traders. We're not talking guys that were out there. We're talking officially stamped yeah. rogue trade. trade. Rogue and they're still out there right now. There's multiple stories of some of the original, you don't know who was the first, but just original, like I was my... My great great fifty times exponentially great grandfather was a great you know a rogue trader in the Great Crusade, and I got this from here. And the thing is, is some of them are. This is how they do business with things that they're not allowed to do business. Well, I think these are the ones. If we talk about wealth, as Brad would call it, the guys who have system wide wealth, it's these. And the reason why is because the emperor. This is a weird bit. I'll get to this in a second. My, my, I'm going to bitch about this in a second. But effectively, the problem is that the Imperium is expanding out from Seoul. They know there are planets out there that they have to. Well, let's. Some of those planets are going to be cool. Let's be let's be honest. Some rogue traders are dicks sure. because their whole thing was they went, let's set up this great trade route. And then they went. Hey, there's a super cool planet over here that you should murder. It's, it's Xenos. They don't even count. Yeah. Uh, you're like, didn't you just trade with these guys? Yeah, but like, I'm gonna. But I, I got what I need. Yeah. They want me dead, so if you could make them gone. But effectively, the the original part of this was the emperor needed scouts, and what rogue traders do. The thing that's important about this. This is more probably actually also affects the modern world. Is if I send my space marines to a system. And that system just blows them the hell up. I have to then go and kill that system. If I send Eric and his five buddies to the system and they blow Eric up, I can take a look at how badly Eric got blown up and then make my call of do I give a shit today or not. Well, so that's what the rogue uh, traders were also originally. They're, they're, it, it, to be <laughs> honest, let's be honest though. Also, you know what motivates people? Is it loyalty? Is it the the great crusade and how my morale is going or is it just you can make a shit ton of money if you go that way and so they went that way yeah. actually but my note here really was you know basically marked into one of three categories hostile friendly first legion yeah. <laughs> those, those are the emperor's options on yeah. what got back to him from the rogue traders you're like eh, i'm gonna i'm gonna make these Uninhabited planets. <laughs> yeah, these planets over here, the First Legion's going to go there because they're uninhabited and they want to make sure that they're uninhabited. <laughs> or at least they will be when they leave. <laughs> now, I did have a note to myself here. And it's also what John is confused because the Emperor is the most powerful psyker in the galaxy. Why didn't he just know where all the planets were? Look, man, don't ask questions. I'm just throwing it out there. To. It's a cool story, but there was that moment of like, hey, if he has... I write, we write, we write notes for these things. You're kind of going there like, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense. Well, then you would ruin my story. Thank you. I wouldn't be able to take this adventure if I wouldn't have yeah. known. But what happens is at this era, this is the origin of the rogue traders. This is, as we said later, later on is when the idea of giving a warrant of trade is this incredible deal. The first ones were, in my mind, just loonies who are like oh these guys were crazy these are yeah. the, these are literally the original prospectors trailblazers remember the, yeah the, the, there is we're at the start of warp drive which of the reemergence of warp travel we've got I mean, these guys are going from ftl drives to going into a galaxy they have no idea what's out there they are literally yolo swagging warp jumps yeah. and then hoping for the best in the system they end up in and they have no idea and they, and this is there's no they don't know anything about the universe i mean they don't know orcs exist, let alone Eldar. I mean, let alone the Dark chaos. Eldar. Yeah, I mean, you are lay. You could all of a sudden end up in somewhere. Well, let's talk about the fact that even in this thing, these guys get more crazy because when they know, it, modern day rogue traders yeah. know that Tyranids, Necrons, Dark Eldar, Chaos exist, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm still gonna go that general direction to see how things go out." One of my favorite parts. We haven't. I'm probably going. With I like Tyranids a lot. I like the story of Tyranids a lot. Um, they've retconned Tyranids so many damn times. But yes. some of these rogue traders met Tyranids. They didn't get to tell anyone about it. <laughs> Negotiations were swift. <laughs> but they did. Because as we discussed, the orcs discovered Tyranids and made them pets. 
So the Tyranids were somewhere in the galaxy, and rogue traders probably went to, hey, that ship looks weird. Why is it kind of breathing? Let me get closer to it. And then things went badly. Yeah. So, okay. But within the rogue traders themselves, they kind of fall into what I have seven-ish categories. I wrote these and, out. and some of them are combos, to be honest. But I thought about this last night when I was looking through this, and this is when I said I would disagree with some stuff. Because, yeah, I agree. And here's why. We're going to say this. Also, ready for this? Screw you guys. Rogue traders aren't canon. They, yeah. they exist as canon, mm -hmm. but they have a bunch of random little stories yep. everywhere else. There is no rogue trader codex. There is no rogue trader anything. There is Rogue traders are mentioned Constantly. Yeah, because also there was the first way we played was Rogue Trader. Yes. Edition one. None of us played Rogue. I mean, some, maybe one of you listening to this did. Yeah. But, I, but the Rogue Traders, you there's so much conflicting lore, and I think it's awesome. <laughs> well, this is why Rogue Traders are awesome because it, it's just a piece of it. They almost become something you can make up your own version of it. But effectively, the categories they fall into in Brethren, these overlap a, a lot. You've got rogue traders who focus on trade, rogue traders who focus on kind of diplomacy. I call them en envoys, but it's diplomacy. They're, they're basically going on the original trader of uh, trade the diplomacy of go find things for the Imperium. Exactly. Then you have the zealots, which came in, which are the more modern ones, which are spreading, spreading the, the word of the Emperor. Emperor. The regular, the ex my favorite ones who were the explorers and the guys who were just like, I just want to be where there's no you know, I do want to put the thing is, is envoys and explorers sound like they're the same, but they're not. No. Because envoys are specifically just trying to expand the might of the Imperium yeah. and explorers are just, I'm going to find some shit. Explorers are like, hey, what's over here? Yeah. Usually chaos. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have what I call pseudo pirates. They're not pseudo pirates. They're just not pirates. They're, they're full-blown pirates militias which are the pseudo pilots pirates with a bit more organization which is here's the militia one is a big deal because the militia one i really think is the people that are generationally they have the stamp and then they they're literally warlords with ships yeah and they just kind of walk around with i'm allowed to do bad stuff because it says so yeah this charter says i can conquer your planet but we're not we're part of the imperium are you? <laughs> Basically, it's, are there space marines nearby? No? Cool. Yeah. Who's done? There's nobody that's tough enough to stop me. And cool. the last one I wrote here, which is actually very not canon, but we all know is true, Corrupted. This is actually in the the VR Sisters game has a Corrupted there we road go. Yeah. yeah, we are going. I, I listed Corrupted only because in the world of Warhammer 40k, there is no version of humanity where there is not some level of corruption oh, so i'm not willing to accept that rogue traders somehow avoid the corruption of no. chaos when their entire life is this so but let's dive into them kind of individually it's kind of more of a quick hit so the first one is the traders which is again rogue traders um <laughs> i'm clever so, <laughs> I just, well okay we're gonna move on with that yeah there we go they trade it sounds lame, but they actually, to me, of all the functions that, that the rogue traders serve, this actually might be one of the most important ones. It's it's such a big deal in this because they're they don't talk about it as much. It's in a lot of stories, though. Yeah, it's in a lot of the Zeno's books, actually. But there we go. The 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 Tao book is big on this, where they Boom. there's. I'm sorry, but there's like so it's many nice. rogue traders that just trade. Well, with, I don't hate Tao this much. I just have to make fun of there's so many people that trade with Tao, but there's also a shit ton of people that trade with Eldar. And there's also a lot of Imperium worlds that are powered by Eldar technology. Let's call a spade a spade. Uh, you know what doesn't plasma technology doesn't blow up? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It actually you can actually use, use it, it and shoot it and not have to roll a one not have to not roll a one afterwards. Eldar. Uh, you oh, know you, you know who's got energy, energy sources that just don't deplete ever? Want to power an entire planet out of like you know forty square feet? Sure, go to Eldar yeah. and you're good to go. Like literally the rogue traders keep a lot of worlds alive because they still need their trade with the Eldar to get whatever the hell they need from the Eldar, be it technology fixing, whatever, mm -hmm. uh Wraithbone, <laughs> whatever they want. It's a big deal on that. And these guys make that happen. They are they're, they're the trade 
that the road traders do, which just sounds like a stupid phrase, but it works, is critical. It's also, by the way, there's also, I mean, Brad's talking about from the positive side, there's also the dark side where I'm a super rich guy and I want, and I see a super cool sword. I want to, I want to own a super cool Eldar sword. I can't really go down to the freaking pawn shop. To pick that thing up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's no Amazon prime delivering me. I also Eldar don't swords. want an inquisitor at my house. Exactly. So what do I do? I go to a rogue trader and I overpay for said sword and then I get the coolest sword ever. You know, these are the, or I'm an imperial scientist and I want to kind of do some experimentation on an orc body. This is, it gets a little bit dark, but it's what road traders do. do some also do some weird shit. Yeah, I mean, because road traders also trade with covens and stuff. Yeah, they Drukhar. They they trade with Drukhar. I don't. I couldn't find any story of road traders actually entering Gamora. So I think I don't know if they're allowed. I don't think they, they can, or if they or them entering any, any of the um, craft worlds. Craft worlds. Any of the craft worlds. I don't have any of those stories, but I do know the road traders. They do trade with them. They do it's, trade with it's both. A question: How much access they get? They also trade with orcs, which is, I'll tell you what, man, you want know what balls are? Balls are are flying your little piddly ship to meet with freebooters for trade. Yeah. Oh, oh, no way. This goes south. <laughs> but you can actually come out pretty big on that because you gave them teeth and they gave you giant tanks. Yeah, they gave you a, 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 a squid up. Yeah. <laughs> this is yours now. It seems mean. Yeah. Figured out. Yeah. The next group, though, are the envoys, and this is um, again the challenge is the Imperium hates mutants. Well, they well they hate yeah. on paper. Yeah. On, I was saying on paper, but also the Emperor is a psycho racist. I'm sorry, guys, but yeah. <laughs> that dude's a bad person. Yeah. He's super powerful and he's super smart, but he's not good people. He's shitty. And he he hated anything that wasn't him. Very human. And, and this becomes the problem is that it, you have Xenos all throughout the galaxy. How do you negotiate? I mean, so for uh, you, you can't. You can't unless you send the the, the the guys that that have a piece of paper that literally says, "Hey, man, this does this paper still say that I'm allowed to do stuff I'm not allowed to do?" Why did you write this down? This feels like this feels incriminating on your behalf. I feel like this is exhibit A in your trial. But if you think about it from the standpoint of the Imperium, if you have to get somewhere, and that somewhere involves flying anywhere near a Tau, Eldar, etc. fleet, it's impossible. It's automatic war. But the rogue traders are the ones who can actually negotiate safe passage. Safe passage. And that's one of the biggest things they do. They, they, to be honest with you, they've done it with the orcs several times. And they basically just convince the grats to go, tell everybody else to go the other way when we want to go this way. And they're like, yeah. Exactly. They're basically, none of us are good fighters. There you go. Yeah. That's how you negotiated it. That's actually easy. It won't be a good fight. Uh, who cares then? Those guys are weak. Yeah. And so these guys... The, the envoys, they seem kind of lame. Like, again, if I was making a character in a video game, there's a 1% chance this, this I, is, I, I, would, I would pick. I would the, be the, these guys are definitely NPCs. Yeah. Laughable. It's not a fun. This is the laugh. guy that you talk to that has a exclamation point over his head to start yeah. a quest. And he tells <laughs> you information. Oh, my God. That's so accurate. It just it's is. so accurate. <laughs> now, the next one, though. Or my least favorite, which are the zealots. They're, but the zealots always suck. As, as always. So the some of the rogue traders. Now remember, rogue traders' wealth is basically comes via contract. You're either trading things and getting paid, exploring, getting paid for your information. You get basically getting paid for something, or you're stealing. Zealots, or don't forget that some of these these guys have literally thousands of year contracts where they're just getting bank from the imperium because they're doing this exactly and so the zealots are the ones who are newer obviously the rogue trader group and they're being paid by the inquisition and the like to spread the word of the, uh, of the imperium to what are most likely hostile worlds yep <clears throat> and they're also authorized to 
spread the word of the Imperium. And if they don't like the word of the Imperium, shoot them in the face. Yeah, they're not they're not the best group here. They're both doing a, a cast of the Inquisition, but these are kind of. End up... <laughs> I, I I'm reading this though. Yeah. So one of our notes is big fan. Everybody should worship the Emperor for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's their thing. Big big fan of the Emperor. Like everyone totally into this. And uh, yeah, then, then my note was like sometimes people don't want to the, hear the word of the Emperor. And then those people get shot twice. Yeah, that's, double tap. That's definitely the the, the zealot rogue traitors. My favorite group though now, which is the Explorers, and I just cough, cough, make a TV show about them. Oh god, I I love this concept. Again, you're living in a galaxy of violence. It is not current Explorers are the best. Old Explorers were also awesome, yeah. but not as cool as these guys who literally go, hey. If I go to the wrong place, I instantly get killed. My soul might actually be stolen. Well, let's let's talk about I mean, how extreme this is. If you are on a planet in the Imperium that is run by the Imperium, protected by the Imperium, all these things, you still probably got a one in three chance of getting murdered, right? And these dudes are going, what if I fly my little piddly bullshit ship into the middle of nowhere? And, and hope just for the best. Find out what's there. You're like, hey man, it could be infested with Tyranids, orcs, dark Eldar. Yeah, race that we haven't added to the game yeah. yet. Yeah, it's these people or, are or awesome. just all chaos. It yeah. could be. Yeah, these guys are awesome, and they're just out there because what they're doing is doing. They have two jobs. One is they they're filling the one when you, if you if you survive, uh, you fill in the map basically for the Imperium, saying, hey, I went over here, and this is what's there. But the other one they get to do, which is why they do it, is they get to plunder. So they might get out there and they might find a world that was a, like, I don't know, paradise world just up until the dark age of technology. Everyone has now died and they just get to go down and say, here's dark age of technology stuff, yeah. which is uh, just letting you know, pretty goddamn valuable. Yeah. Oh, I found an STC drive. I'm just going to go call AdMac and get all of them. All of the money. All of it. Yeah. And or... Sometimes you'll get the Inquisition. To you might give, get the bullet. Yeah, you, 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 might, you might get the bolter. Yeah, you might get the bolter, but you also might get some of the other part of the Inquisition will just give you money to hand that over so and they can throw it in the fire. <laughs> never, ever, ever, ever speak about it. These guys are cool as hell. Um, they're my favorite part of Rogue Trader. They are, if you're playing, if I'm playing an NPC character, this is what I would want to be. They're amazing. Um, and this is one of my, this is probably my favorite note that you made, because at the end of the Great Crusade, while they had made huge swaths of territory, mm -hmm. the galaxy was still had a bunch of areas where it just had a, a picture of a dragon that said "unknown, yeah. scary." Like, <laughs> there was just lots. Of, I mean, again, the galaxy's so big, the Eldar were just living there and ignoring a giant empire that was expanding because. Man, he didn't come near me. They're in a space. Galaxy's big. <laughs> and these guys are cool as hell. Now, post-heresy, the rogue traders also get to go to the systems that Ooh. were on the map and have now come off the map. Yeah, that is not great. Because no, nothing nothing good happens. It's never, hey, man, we just forgot to send a message. Yeah. It's never that. Yeah, thank God you guys are here. The lights went off a short while ago. It's the, all right. Which which awful force has ruined this yeah, planet? Something you're landing on best case scenario, and it happened a while ago, and they're all gone. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> praying that. Whoo! That I'm glad I wasn't here for this. Wow, so I'm trying to think about if a world went dark. What's the best case? I I actually think if a world went dark, your best case is Tyranids because they're no longer there. They, they do actually they, move the entire be, force like, and your just leave. Best case scenario is Tyranids. Yeah, huh. I mean, you don't want a chaos because it went dark and they're just there. They're just hanging out and waiting for people. To and you don't want like Drakari because they might have just put like a, a stuffed animal with a beacon and they're like, yeah. touch this. And you're touch like, this. I feel like bad things are going to happen as uh, soon as I touch good. this. And our Vader's here. Awesome. This yeah, is they're like, just get inside. Yeah. You know what's going to happen. So the next group we, we kind of jump into is actually all of us cool to explore is I wrote Pirates Light um, because they're pirates. They're totally pirates. They're, but, they but, but they're like don't attack the Imperium 
They're also like stuff. kind of Jack Sparrow pirates. Yeah, exactly. They've got a code. It's actually suggestions. It's, <laughs> it's all suggestions. And they, this is some of the fun stories because you get guys that are kind of bad guys, but they do good things. Mm-hmm. They don't, they're not looking to put people out, but they're also like, hey man, if you've got really expensive stuff, I'm going to probably steal it. Yeah. And the pirates, the, the, the we call them pirates. They're pirates because what they're doing is within reason. Like they, they're never going to go after an imperial cruiser or a, an important imperial city. But if you're just kind of a ship with a bunch of loot going from one spot to another and you don't have space marines on board, they might show up. Right. Um, a lot of what they do, too, is that they're plundering abandoned space hulks that may or may not be abandoned when they get there. Which is, by the way, the one of the most dangerous things ever to do. Oh, yeah. Also, why are there always gene stealers on Space Hulks? Because <laughs> that's... Yeah, you're right. Actually, that's a good point. Because they actually named the game after them, but that's a side note. Um, always gene stealers. It's always gene stealers. So many gene stealers. Yeah, and so they're kind of cool. I mean, uh, yeah, I literally wrote the notes. Space Hulks are dark, cold, and terrifying. And these guys go... Yeah, let's go into that thing and see what happens. It's um, probably going to be good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's probably full of... Did, did everybody get killed by gene stealers yeah. every time we've ever been on a Space Hulk? Yeah. yeah, but we got stuff sometimes. But some of the pirates are a little bit cleverer than others because you, you could go up to the Space Hulk or you could go to the place that has heat, lights, you know, food, and just go raid a very small colony. And this, so is this is a wildly... This is a pretty big group of chaotic good to chaotic evil guys yeah because there's some guys that are just like i'm kind of just living my way in the world and then there's other guys that are like i just kind of want to take your things because i don't want you to have things some of my favorite stories of of these types of rogue traders is they rob each other yeah so you constantly have like pirates robbing pirates and this i i just had this idea the imperium just watched it happen and goes whatever like also, anybody that's considered an imperial, I mean, this is a pretty big label, though. Right. Imperial, I'm going to do huge air quotes, criminal, mm-hmm. because lots of people are considered imperial criminals because somebody didn't like you. Same thing that we talked earlier when they give you a charter and you didn't want one. There's lots of planetary and system governors that will just be like, John's my closest rival. He he's wanted yeah. you're like why yeah he just broke some laws and they just put it everywhere and he's just like i guess i'm now on the run like i'm on the run and the rogue trader is showing up because the thing is if you're wanted and you can convince enough people in the imperium of that that means you that means if someone were attacked to attack you wouldn't have the protection of the imperium and we talk about protection of the imperium i have a guard army don't think it's the wrong way no one's back to the imperial guard it's <laughs> It's the Space Marine Legion dropping out of warp and going. They also really don't ask for a long discussion. Exactly. Like, it showed up on my on my display that you were wanted. And you would like to explain to me, and you got shot in the head with a bolter. So these, these rogue traders actually play in this world a lot, where they're going, oh, such and such system is, not, is in non-compliance. Therefore, I can go there and take whatever I want. Because it doesn't count anymore. Yeah, I can kill the imperial governor, take all of his money, and then hand the system over to the imperium. So I get all of the money and paid by the imperium for doing the thing. Yep. Kind of a win. So these guys are kind of cool. Also, they're kind of super violent. Yeah. The next group, though, is the ones who take the piracy and decide to say, yeah, go big or go home. Now, these guys... These are the militias. I know the militias, but, like, some of these militias aren't just militias. Like, they are, like, system-crushing armies. Yeah, we're not talking militia, like, you know, eight guys who get together on the weekend. We're talking, like, what actually fought the British. Yeah, like, these are, like, a lot of guys with warships. Yeah. And they, a lot of times, are people with real skills, like, going down and messing shit up. They're cool as shit. Like, these guys... They are basically forces of rogue traders. They're not, again, they're not imperial forces. Like forces were not, they don't compare with the imperial navy or any of those things. But 
they are, they can control a system. Yeah, but if you're on an aggro world, a hive world, mm -hmm. they will wreck your resistance exactly. like pretty quick. Yeah, and these guys are for me they are the outlier because everything else is rogue trader. Mm -hmm. You're a corporation. You're a tiny hot dog stand. Yeah, you're an explorer. These are the the offshoots. Like these are the 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 outliers because this isn't to me. These guys exist, but that's not rogue trader. These are, yeah, these are rogue traders who've leveled up enough to the point yeah. of the rogue trader anymore. They're kind of at least the, they, they got they've definitely the got the imperial governor. They definitely got an expanded class. You know what yeah. I mean? They got they went up. They're it's like I said. These guys aren't these guys aren't interesting to me, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm with you. They're just they exist. We're covering them. The last group though is hilarious to me. Um, probably should be are the corrupt. Because, oh, this is wild though. Because they can be anything. Yeah. I mean, the argument can be made that the origin of the why can I remember the typhus uh, disease, the zombie plague, but it's something that has a real name. But no, it's but they one of the things one of, I actually read a story about this. Uh, it was a homebrew. Yeah, I mean, somebody put it on YouTube, but it was uh, originally a rogue trader that started the the plague. Because he went that. down and gave gifts mm -hmm. and then kept giving all of his goods were corrupted. Were corrupted, spread the plague through yeah. But they've had they've actually actually canon stories of corrupted rogue. This is a real thing. Uh I think this is canon. <laughs> this might be another fan thing, but uh, they did a Zinch one where uh they had a Zinch rogue trader and he was basically spreading totems all over the place. So he could access I think I've read this one. I think it's canon, yeah. Yeah. You get access different parts. And this is where, and the thing is, is this is one of my favorites. This is the insidiousness of chaos. This isn't, you show up and it's a nine foot tall guy with pus flowing out of him yeah. or a zerker cutting everybody's heads off. This is just a guy. Like he looks, well, this is, but he looks the same as everybody else. That, that, that is the actual, that's when you get, I think it actually gets exciting. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. because like, you're like, Oh, well that guy's clearly the enemy. It's a nine foot tall guy with an ax. You're like, no, this is bill. Yeah. And bill who brought me this, this is like the Stephen King type writing twilight zone writing. This is what it is. It's how does corruption infect the uncorrupted? This is how and rogue traders are kind of fall into that category. Like you said, guy comes to town with some goods. And he just has, and he has corrupted regular shit. That's the best part. I mean, we it's not wild. The opening of Wheel of Time. Yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, that's that's what this is. This is this is a great way to kind of spread through. Tolkien does this too. It's a great way to spread within. And these guys, the corrupted rogue traders, are actually they're legit. They're scary. It's super legit. I mean, it, I mean, from every one of them too, because you have guys that follow all of the gods mm -hmm. and are just very low key it's that it's that it's the everyday guy that's that's ruining your stuff and this is where when we talk about like, like corruptions and, and you could actually make the argument this is probably where much of the corruption comes from in the imperium where you bring a totem that has power and you just leave it yeah someone will pick it up and that's the well, game also they can they can ruin supply lines not by killing the supply lines by undercutting the supply mm -hmm. line and then when the time comes, they just don't supply you anymore. Yep. Like when it's time for invasion, they're just like, well, I just don't give you the stuff that you need. Yeah. So you, you no longer have, I'll just say coal as far as they, yeah. but they, you don't have whatever runs your factory. You know? Exactly. And I think that that's where, what's interesting about these guys is that when we talk about corrupted, you think about like corrupted, you're thinking like, oh, they're, you know, like they're pus filled because they're from Nurgle or they're, they're, they're under the influence of corn. So they're just, running through town slaughtering people. No, these guys actually are more espionage level for chaos. They just spread the chaos and create the... So well, especially the corn. Corn corn gets weird because, like, these, the corn wouldn't like them, but corn loves them. Mm -hmm. Because these are the guys that will, like, set upon the Hatfield McCoys. They will... Yeah, get them going. Like, hey, you're going to let that guy do that to you? That's ridiculous. Like, I would never let that slight happen. You're like, you know what I heard? is yeah. or so and so's other plan did this about that right and then it's game time so that kind of 
breaks us through the types of rogue traders, we should definitely spend some time on what rogue traders actually are, you know, as, as in what they look like. For those of you, because I don't know how much any of you have interacted with rogue trader in the game. It's always been kind of depending on, on the level you play the game. But as I said earlier, they're primarily human. Because the first, the main trader. They're supposed to be human. By he way. might be a bit mutant. You do have a few stories of that because, again, the ones who've been. Well, they're on the, the brink of galaxy. They're also running the. Hey, have you checked the reactor lately? Ah, it's probably shield. Oh, yeah. And 10,000 years of your genetics being next to the reactor. Not great. Yeah, it, it's possible you might be. I, I played Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, the warrant of trade gives them a bit more leeway here as far as who the crew can be. And this is where road traders, from a narrative standpoint, get freaking awesome. Well, they're supposed to be human. However, yeah. if you've been operating, I don't know, for the last 11,000 years, possibly, mm -hmm. on the fringes of space, and you keep having to replace your crew, you might have several... Well, you know what? I'm just going to shit talk uh, now because I can't. They can so the warrant of trade allows you to go to any Imperial city and grab Imperial guardsmen. And they can't say no. They can't say you get Imperial guardsmen. You're like the Inquisition on that. Yeah. They now, just go, you have to go. There are stories of rogue traders who have orc freebooters and, and, and their crew. What would you rather have? Guardsmen or orc freebooters? It depends what the orc freebooter wants to fight me every day. I guess that's true. I was about to say, or Drukari, same problem. Um, Eldar, Jokero. Like, there are... Oh, can I get some Jokero weaponsmiths? That's the point. That's the thing. These guys get amazing. They have people in their crew where you're like, look, I just need the best fighter that exists. So maybe I grab an Ogryn. Maybe I grab... Maybe I grab one of the guys that fights in the Dark City in yeah. the arena. Yeah, I'm going to grab I'm gonna grab a witch. I'm going to grab a member of a witch cult. Yeah. Cool. What's she going to do? Oh, you don't. Want a lot of murder. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just amazing options. Random Eldar Ranger. Because, hey, what, I just need, what if we encounter bad things? This guy will just kill it from further up than you've ever seen in your life. Also, he's got some pretty good information on scouting because he's been doing it, I don't know, a thousand years. Yeah. And that's a bit from me. We're kind of moving. We're going to move a bit of this into more why we love rogue traders. And this is one of the things we love. Rogue traders get to basically have crews that are the best of the galaxy um which people, they're both D, D people this is D D one it is a thousand percent you yeah. have literally got together a, a motley crew of characters that all do something great unless and, you're that weird person who makes a crew in D D that's all fighters yeah like which none please, of us like you just, just please stop <laughs> no none of us like you. but it's the thing it's like hey i need i, I need a, a, someone i need to heal cool here's a priest i also want to cast fireballs which is awesome well, the best part is, is if you don't meet don't a hardcore a person, if you don't meet a hardcore person in the Inquisition, everybody turns a blind eye to this. Yep. They they don't. You're by the way, you're not allowed to do this. You're just nobody does anything about it. Yeah, so it's like it's one of those like you're not not allowed. You're definitely not allowed to go anywhere very Imperium with that crew. Yes, but but also no one's allowed to say anything about it either. Exactly. And it is these. That's where we'll dive into a bit further. Some like the way these guys have manifested in the game, but this is what makes Rogue Trader super cool because they are. They are. It's the indie. This is you have you an adventure party and you're going on an adventure, so they can have really anyone on their crew. Um, they also will occasionally have like former assassins, former inquisitors, former sisters. Well, those are super not. That's not allowed, but they do have. Yeah, that's the point. Because you have to, if you're looking to get, if you're looking to get out of the mob, yeah. which is kind of what that is, because mm -hmm. those are lifelong positions. You just, it, it, until you die doing what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, you don't get to stop being an Eversore assassin because you got bored. Right. Like, these are people that found out, like, hey, man, I was on my last mission, and I noticed that everything doesn't suck every day. And I was like, maybe I should do that. Like, no, they're not super cool. They don't have a retirement plan. And you have to go to a place where, where can I go where they just won't insta-find me? This is it. Enjoy a road you get a lot of literally wanted, highly wanted. That's why I gave the firefight thing. Yeah. You know, like, you're, 
they're looking for her all the time. You're like in the rope traders, like I got like nine people on board that are just like that. Yeah, like, like, like all the humans want this one. All the elder want what, what, the person in cabin B. Yeah, you know, it's like and like what else you got? Yeah. I have somebody that every race wants one of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. we're going next problem. It, it's a big. It, it's it's awesome in the fact that you have pretty much unending stories. One of my favorite on Road Traders, there's actually another, and this is a fan. Th- I'm not even going to put these out because we'll get canned by GW yeah. for it. But there's another fan, like a full series of, uh, it's three different authors, and they put it together uh, where they do a Road Trader thing. Mm-hmm. They do a series of uh, stories. Oh, cool. I know that. Yeah. I'll, I'll give that to you, but I'm not going to give this to you because I get a. Yeah, we don't want to get banned. I don't want to get GW uh, thrown in a bus. They are this is, and this is what makes if you guys can't figure out why we're doing this episode, this is why road traders are so cool because it is it's D and D adventure. You get 100%. The, you build a party and you go out there. And that probably should just drive us right into, into the next topic we have, which is the life of a rogue trader. And what is it their world is like? And it's it's everywhere. Yeah, and that's the problem. I, I when I read this, I literally went, What is the life of a rogue trader? I go, Roll the dice. Yeah. I cause it can be it, it, it is again D and D, because it could be anything. Mm-hmm. Because some of the road traders again are Midas. They're well. Some of them live, actually like they're a boring life. They live in a giant palace surrounded by wealth, and they have all their subordinates doing a bunch of work yep. for them. Like, and they continue to bring in residual. And then there's income. others that are literally exploring the galaxy yeah. in a ship that's held together by duct tape. Yeah, just being just running away as like gene stealers are chasing yeah. them through. And like, then yeah. you you've got another that are almost the same, which are, can be any of those those categories that we give gave them into. But they've got an outcast from a craft world. They've got uh, assassin. They've got a Drakari. They've got a Tau. Become their mission. This is what's again. This is more. Sorry, this is me diving into narrative, which I love. These the stories you can make around rogue traders, where it's yeah, I've got this outcast of a craft world who's trying to get back to the craft world by proving that the reason he was cast out was wrong. And we're on a mission to do this, this, and this. And while we're doing the mission, we're going to come up. We're going to find a bunch of wealth. They're really cool. This is what this is. These guys are because they're living this little adventure inside of a universe of adventure. And it's, it's just fun, you know. Um, you now, the downside is they tend to die a lot. Um, I mean, if you're not the main character in the story, you probably as a rogue trader get smoked pretty quick. Rogue traders are... By definition, expendable from the from, by, from literally the, by what they got. Yeah, your your little plaque that you got was pretty much a go get killed, but hopefully be useful. Go get stuff killed. for us. If you get into trouble, don't call. Yeah, we're not coming. So yeah. Now, one cool thing about them, and we've talked about this, but I went back in hard. They re, the rogue traders are critical for the Imperials. And. Depending, that's why I gave my sigh. Yeah. Depending on who you ask, you either can get infinite resources or you could get shot by the Imperium. That's true. That so, is true. So it's really, you are legit. This is another D&D thing because you're living and dying by D20 rolls at this point. In time. Oh, like, yeah. You need to make a check real quick. I mean, you're either going to get a full legion of space marines to help you out or... There's going to be an assassin right behind you that's going to shoot you in the back of the head. Yeah, rogue traders, and there are stories of rogue traders who do get a little big for their britches and get introduced to a company of space marines. Um, Pretty quickly. Are a lot bigger in their britches. But you can, if you are lucky and loyal, quotes, of course, you can get effectively infinite resources from the Imperium because... You have your little piece of paper. You've got your plaque on your ship that says, I am an envoy of the Imperium. You have to help me because I am doing Imperium business. And by doing Imperium business, it means that the Imperium has to help me. Yeah. And you basically keep pointing at that and hope it works. And really hope that they, that they send the Dark Angels. Yes. Dark <laughs> Angels. Oh, my God. We're in so much trouble. Or Death Watch. Um or gray knights. Gray knights are dicks. So some of the things that, that they're used for by the Imperium, though, is, yeah, you want to scout an area. 
honestly, it's easier to send a rogue trader than to send an entire armada. Oh, why is it? just it's so much faster. You need special tech, you know, plasma. Most I mean, we know who's, we know this is admin, by the way. They say, oh, the rogue traders are used to acquire special technology from, from alien from aliens. This is one hundred percent the admin going like, hey, we want this thing, and the Imperium oh, said, no, I, I love that you're like. There's people that want it. You're like, so we're still talking admac, right? It's still admac, right? It's the only the people who want this. Thing I just want to make sure we're, we're you can pretend what it's. Yeah. My my buyer is secret. You're like, so it's admac. Right? It's totally admac, right? Yeah, it's admac. Okay, cool. Well, anyway, but that's what they do. They would go and they trade because the admac would would. I mean, we'll use tau plasma. There's no question the admac saw a story about tau plasma. Wait, it doesn't explode. No, it seems better. It seems better. Can I can I get some of it? But they're the enemy. Yeah, yeah, totally. But can I get some of it? Like, yeah, like you like, know that fucking there's about half of us that are still in chaos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you, you really don't want to visit Mars, do you? Yeah. There's, there's, Mars gets real there's, weird. There's a Necron on it. Like, yeah. some of us are C10 on it. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty inclusive. <laughs> yeah, like, that's not... Of all the parts of the Imperium where you don't open the wrong door, I think Mars might be the, the worst one. Oh, you like, can you can open a door and go. Oh, come on, man! Jesus, guys! Like, this is literally written down as a no. Like, just put a lock on the door already. <laughs> you are so weird. <laughs> <laughs> but as we touched on before, one of the biggest ones is actually keeping tabs on people. Um, They're spies because they have to. Because the problem with the Imperial spies, if you think about Imperial spies, you've got assassins. You've got you, you've got inquisition, not spies. <laughs> but these are extreme levels. But what if it's just a simple thing of like, hey, someone's so acting a little funny. I'm gonna keep an eye on him. Or probably what I think Urgers get used more for is, I am warlord, lord of Terra. Those are the same thing. You know, whatever it is, and I've got a rival, and I just want to keep tabs on him. But I don't want anyone know I'm keeping tabs on him. You hire the rogue trade. You hire. Hey, a rogue tell trader. him to trade and just give you information. Either you hire a rogue trader. What's going on here? Exactly. And they they're allowed, and they, this way they can work outside of official channels. Because the truth is, like, if you're we're going to use this, if you're corrupt but not like chaos corrupt, if you're not a great person and you've got a rival, you can't use the Inquisition. And second, you mentioned like, hey, I think they're with chaos. You just don't want Inquisition poking around they because they because they also might kill you because exactly. they're like you knew about corruption, so you have to be cleansed. Also, you're like you guys are real weird. And, it, and what I'm up to is really kind of not above board. I can't use Imperial agents. So rogue traders are what come in. And this is one of the cool things about rogue traders. That they, they're used for that. But my favorite story in all of the rogue traders in, that is actually canon, Gilliman uses rogue traders. Like a lot, actually. The, the absolute, the primarch of bureaucracy and rules recognizes the need for the off the, the off books to be to be found g-man might be the biggest purveyor purchaser of, 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 yeah. of our traders that's what that's what i find cool about this gilliman sits there gilliman loves rogers now he views them largely as privateers to be honest for the imperium but he loves rogue traders. Their information. And he's all about information. The, the king of bureaucracy mm-hmm. is all about information. Exactly. And these guys provide information. Be honest. Also go, you know who doesn't like the Inquisition? Bobby G. Not at all. Not at all. And so it works really well. So it's just a cool thing. We talk about these guys. When we say they sit on the edge of the Imperium, the imperial like like uh government they do and they don't because the most powerful and influential members of the government openly use them so that's why rogue traders they're not this like shadow organization by any means last little bit i want to dive into was more i, I think for people listening to this cast well rogue trader this, this is a cool how do i play this how do i enjoy this and unfortunately i mean the the tournaments are called Rogue Traders. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they haven't been a key part of the game ever. I don't believe they've ever had no, a Rodex. They, they've I, I they've always the been outside of the game. That's why the, the game was originally called Rogue Trader. Because they are the they are the things that are around and they're weaved into the game, but they aren't the game itself. Mm-hmm. Right. 
mean, I, I made a note here where it's like, you know, it'd be weird to have a 2,000 point army of rogue traders, which I'm now, as I'm saying that, realizing that someone out there is saying either A, yeah, I've run that at an event, or B, <laughs> oh, I'm totally running that at an event. And both of you, good job. Like, I, I fully support. The rules are usually pretty fluffy, they're not great. Um, they're just rogue traders, but they've had some cool, you know, some cool elements. Um, they're always part of it, Imperial Agents. One cool game that existed for those who played Blackstone Fortress, which was during the eighth edition, a really fun game. It was actually kind of almost an RPG style game where you had a group of rogue traders going into a Blackstone Fortress to kind of to loot it. And they had weird through. rules because it depended on what you chose. Is they had a that's where you chose your cards, and you yep. got to you had to choose. Well, you didn't even choose; you actually got to shuffle the card. You know, objective. It was a good game. It was a really fun game. Unfortunately, they did allow the rules in the eighth edition, and there was this cow sniper that all of us who played hated. Um, kill team works like that, though. But yeah, but in kill team, they're awesome in kill team. So, for if you're looking to play, if you want to kind of have fun with trader, kill team, they're they're perfect for it because they're not meant to be a two thousand point. They're meant to be a smaller. They're supposed to be a D and D party, exactly. And they're really, really great in it. Um, Elucidian, I think is what they call the Star Striders. They're cool in Kill Team, but I will say, any any of you go to the website and look these things, look up this this model line. It's just it's one box. They're amazing. Like if you want a model, they look cool as hell, and it's a really nice. It, it's a cool if, if you're really more into painting. And building the elucidian elucidian star striders are top for, for all our modelers out there i do want to say this though the limited edition and the one-off boxes and games and stuff like that mm-hmm. usually have really cool one or two off models that yeah. you can only get in those things like really cool things they're always amazing road traders also allow you to to build random if you want to have kind of a random collection of things that are just a pretty model but you want to have a purpose you make rogue traders if you want to build a joke a joke arrow from scratch there is a model for it it's hard to find but if you just want to build one you could but i have a great so i've got this i got this orangutan holding a rocket launcher what do i do it's just fantastic it's just so cool but then you could add them to like a succubus that you like if you were if you just have a few models here and there that you want to build and put together and, and just have and give them some collision, you make them a rogue trader and they're cool as all hell. And uh, it is an amazing, they're, I love rogue trader. You guys, you can, I love rogue trader. And for those people who want to play the game more of a narrative standpoint, now this is the way, man, you can have a lot of fun with this. If you want to basically merge 40k with D&D, rogue traders are how you do it. Oh, it's great. It's it's amazing because it's all the same, all the best parts of both worlds. They actually had a forty k uh, a role playing mm-hmm. thing, and it played basically Rogue Trader. Yeah, that's what that's what you're gonna have to. If you're playing forty k and you want to have an RPG, you're stuck. You're stuck in a good way. You're gonna go Rogue Trader. It's hard to make an RPG of like the White Scars. No, <laughs> you're listening. We showed up and we killed all of the locals. You're like there right. was a, there was a rival gang bo- gang boss. You're like, what happened? Uh, we just sent one guy and he killed yeah, everybody. It's, it's also because it's like the problem with space marines is they are they're, they're not independent bodies. There's not a lot of it, all those things. And it, but rogue traders are cool as hell because you get to have that awesome like, yeah, I've got this one character. He's human, and there's also an Ogren with him, and then there's a it would not be homunculus. But not like, even a chance. Yeah, not even like just no way. You're too weird. Get out. But maybe there is a I don't know a, a, a tabloid warrior pushing it, but possible. You know, any member of the Eldar. I mean, hell, even even an Eldrad in theory could be hanging out with with, with some rogue traders. That's what's so cool. They, about they've it. had a lot of people. They've had actually a lot of elves that have been part of rogue traders mm-hmm. and a lot of stories because there's a lot of people because elves, Eldar, as a race that exists are people that were dissatisfied, which is a very small word for what they were, <laughs> yeah. but with what was going on in Eldar civilization, what mm-hmm. their society was. 
and there's still there's a lot of people because you can remember the craft world themselves i know i'm going a little tangent here but the craft worlds themselves are wildly extreme views on life and how to live life and there's a lot of people that are like yeah i wasn't super down with the weird people but you guys are just crazy people you know where do i go and i'm wandering the galaxy by myself as an eldar and eventually i meet these this traveling spaceship and you join in you know it's it's all it guardians of the galaxy and it's Guardians galaxy it's a it's a literally a carnival row it's just a cool as hell this is where if you're looking for a way to play 40k on what i would call a small scale narrative rogue trader is the way to do it best stories it's it, they're they're great they're fun because they're 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 human sized stories exactly space marines have space marines and a lot of the xenos have galaxy sized stories yeah, it's what's crusades yeah. all these things you're like hey man what about like regular people problems yeah. that road traders have they get the game blackstone fortress was great that's all it was, it was. I, I, I found this derelict i mean it's not spacecraft it's a United space hulk it's pretty big and i'm gonna find my way through it basically loot it for some stuff to take back and make some money that's what the game was the game that was a pre-written narrative you and your friends can make your own and, and why not and that's one of the things i mean it's coming from two D rpg guys yeah it's like, a problem. It's, probably like yeah it's just like yeah god you might you know dragon lance i've played in my life uh, but, but it's just this and the thing is is that you know this is what i'm ending with in the game Play the game however the hell you want to play the game. And I'm talking about on the table, too. Yeah. If you're playing competitive 40K, don't let anybody tell you what you're allowed to bring. No. Don't let anybody tell you what's cool and what's not cool. Yes, Gargantuan Squig up, I know. I was more saying, like, there are rules of what you can't bring. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying, but, I'm saying, as far as, like, the the models that you bring and everything else, don't, don't let... Be fun. Yeah. Just, that's it. it it's, in the end... You're, we're playing with toys. Enjoy yourself. And that's the biggest thing. And that's what this is. So from there, we'll break and call it an episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed our, our coverage of Rogue Traders. I think we're going to do some more of these, which is just kind of fun for Brad and I to do because it lets us explore the more of it more and joke and around. Talk about how much we like to be dorks in RPG. Exactly. <laughs> Please, again, come to the website, 40klorecast.com. Like and subscribe to the podcast. It does help us a lot. Join our Discord. All these links are available in the show notes. So please just go there. Um, but once again, I'm John Barside. This is Brad Chester. This guy. See you guys next week.